Welcome to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keown, mum, FIFO wife, MBA, coffee lover, survivor superfan, and creator of the email experience. In Easy Email Marketing, you'll benefit from my nearly 20 years experience where I'll be teaching you all the tips, tricks, and insider info on how to create feel-good, non-spammy experiences for your subscribers. Let's get stuck in. Welcome back to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keown, and in today's episode, I want to share all about content marketing, why it's so important, and how it can be used to grow your email list. Now, if you're not familiar with um, the term content marketing, um, here's what the first result in Google shares that it is. It's a type of marketing that involves the creation and sharing of online material, such as videos, blogs, and social media posts that does not explicitly promote a brand, but is intended to stimulate interest in its products or services. So basically, it's about giving away information for free um, in an easily accessible way um, where people don't need to give their email addresses. They don't need to pay for this information. So the classic example is, of course, blog posts. They are the easiest to start with if you don't have any form of content marketing in place. But of course, you've got videos, you've got podcasts, and yes, even things like social media content counts as content marketing when it's not a post that's like, buy my thing, buy my thing, buy my thing. But when it's just helpful stuff, um, that is content marketing. So it covers a lot of areas, but it it does not mean that it is not its own strategy. In fact, it is actually really, really crucially important um, to come at this from a strategic approach because content plays a very significant role in your um, business. Because what it does is provide a number of benefits. Um, it also just helps you sway the conversation around um, whatever it is that you are trying to promote at any given time. Because just because you're trying to promote a particular service or a particular offer or a particular product doesn't mean you can't talk about the issues and the concerns and the questions that that audience has around that service, that offer, that product, or um, speaks directly to the ideal target market for that um, offer that product, that service, anything that stimulates interest that, that um, gets people to turn attention towards your business. Because let's be honest, the online space is busy. Um, so anything that helps you stand out is um, really, really helpful. And content marketing is one of the key ways you can do this. But we don't want to just throw anything out there, right? We want to have it focused around whatever it is you are selling, whoever your target audience is, and you can plan that strategically through the year. So let's have a talk about a few of the benefits. So the first um, benefit is that it gives people a taste of who you are and what you do um, without them having to, you know, pay or give over their email address, etc. So it's all about, you know, that branding, that positioning, that um, get, um, just placing yourselves in a certain area of the market and people, you know, get, get a pretty good understanding of who you are and what you do. And second to that, the second benefit is that it builds that no like and trust factor. People will buy from you if they trust you, if they like you, if they know that you know your stuff, if you've shown credibility. Um, so by having content out there, it 
shows that you know what you're talking about or you know what you're doing or you understand them. It, it, it provides that opportunity for thought leadership. It provides that opportunity to um, really, again, stand out from the market because you talk about things in a different way or you talk about things in a way that makes sense to them. So they're the first two key benefits. The third benefit is search engines. When I have a problem with anything <laughs> in life, like, um, you know, I'm working on my lawn at the minute, um, you know, we're trying to renovate it, we're trying to, I've been, I've been scarifying, I've been, you know, doing my wetter soil, I've been coring, I've been scalping, I've been figuring out all these things. A few months ago, I had no idea about any of that stuff. What do I do? I start searching and I start looking up. How do I do this? How does it work in my area? And I'm reading all the free content out there. And because and I'm and because I'm searching for it, obviously I'm going to these businesses' websites, these articles, these blogs, these people that have online courses, all sorts of things. Local businesses that I think, okay, well that's where I might buy my turf from or buy my fertilizer from, or um, you know, courses as I mentioned, or there's even service providers. If you think, you know what, I might even outsource it. So I'm searching and I'm an actively interested paying customer at this point. And but I'm not looking first for you know how to buy the thing. Um, how can I just have someone come out and do it? I'm like, you know what, I can figure this out myself. You know, and so I'm searching, but you know, some sometimes I might come across something and go, you know what, this person really knows what they're talking about. I might buy this little course that they've got they've got because it just makes sense, or I'll buy their product because I trust what they have said. And I'm in that active buying mind. So having content out there gives you the opportunity to show up in these search engines to these active customers. So that is, of course, Google, but it's also YouTube. And so many of you have found me through podcast search by just searching email marketing in podcasts and you get this free content um, in your ears regularly. Um, And I get new people all the time coming from I love your podcast, I see your podcast. So that's what I think the real, real true power of um, content marketing comes into place. Um, Benefit number four, though, is it also gives you content to share elsewhere. So it easily gives you something that you can share on social media as posts or, um, you know, you can repackage, repurpose things into little carousels or snippets or you could do... um, I do an audiogram of these podcast episodes or we just do like a single tip. You can share it all over the place to provide um, content to your existing audience Um, And of course, a place you can share it as well is your email. So having um, content gives you stuff to email in your list, which is something very, very helpful. Um, Number five benefit is it saves you time. By having go-to articles and go-to information and stuff that you can send people when they place inquiries, et cetera, you know what, I've got something written about that that's really, really helpful. Here it is. Um, whenever I ask, get, get replies to my emails asking for help with certain topics, I can say, you know what, I've got a podcast episode on that. I recommend you listen to it. So it's, I'm still being helpful, but I am not giving away like one-on-one time and focused attention um, to people. I can instead say, here, here's a great resource for you. And along those lines, benefit number six is it's that a feel-good strategy. You know, so much of the time people feel like, you know, the online business is sell, sell, sell. But with content marketing, you're giving. So it's give, 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 give. You're showing that you know what you're talking about and 
you get that reciprocated back right. And it's normally to, you know, ideal customers that are happy to buy from you. And benefit number seven is, of course, it can grow your email list. Um, And so how they work together is what I would like to talk about next. So how content marketing and email marketing work together. Content grows your list by sharing your lead magnet or opt-in incentive within the content. So if you're not familiar with the term lead magnet or opt-in incentive, this is just basically something that you're going to give your audience in exchange for their email address. Sometimes you don't need a lead magnet. I've um, talked about that before. It could just be, you know, if you love this content, make sure you're on my list because I send extra exclusive stuff to people who are only on my list or as part of this club, whatever it is. Um, Or, of course, if you have some sort of downloadable PDF, you have like some masterclass or something, promote it within the content. That's one layer of it, and that's the most direct. But content also just gets people to visit your website, um, and from there, you can retarget them with ads, which could be list-building ads. Of course, it can be sales, etc. as well. But by by pixeling them with your Facebook ads, etc., all of a sudden, people can see, oh, this is what you're interested in, and you can retarget them with ads because they seem to be your ideal audience member. And that could be ads now, or it could be ads six months from now, 12 months from now, when you actually have something that you want to share. And then, as I alluded to before, number three, um, people can, you keep, you having content gives you something to send your list. Um, so you have an easy email right there. As soon as you've written a, a blog, it gives you something to send out. And typically you would send like an excerpt you might share a story and say, you know what, this is why this is really important. And it gives them something to click through to. And by giving them something to click, it sends great deliverability signals for your sender reputation to Gmail, to Outlook, to Apple Mail. And it also helps you with like some sneaky target market research. So if they click on content around a particular topic, you can start to tag people that click, you know, that click on things around that topic, and you can start to see what people are most interested in and what they're not, or what category they fit into, etc. Just a couple of episodes back, I shared about sneaky target market research, so check that episode out. But um, that's how content marketing can play into that. Um, another way that content and email can work together is by using cornerstone content in your welcome sequences and post-purchase sequences, etc. So what often happens when I first start working with clients and we're trying to build out, you know, their automations, etc. I'll go, you know, what what content do you have already that we can build in to these sequences? So, for example, in a welcome sequence, you might want to include some things about, you know, what makes your how to choose the right product or the biggest myths or biggest mistakes people make or sharing about what makes your products different and that can be in the form of a blog post or it can be in the form of an email or both. Um, it gives you something there. It could also be used in things like your post-purchase sequences as well. So these are more your customer service things. So how to use your product or um, you know what to expect when we work together or um, common um, things that might come up. You know, All of this stuff that could go into a great customer service sequence. Why not make that content as well that you can just direct people to? So start there, but then you can even end up making this into like a mini nurture sequence where it's like, okay, you just have like a series of five really good pieces of content that you think everyone should read and put that into a great sequence for everyone who comes um, on board. And then um, the fifth way it can work together 
is that you can take snippets, um, you know, to repurpose for future emails or for your socials, etc. So just because you've sent something to your list once does not mean you cannot do it again. So hopefully that has convinced you that content marketing is a really crucial strategy to your business and that it can be used to grow your email list and provides a whole range of other benefits along those lines as well. So if you're brand new to content marketing, don't worry, I don't expect you to go blog post every single week or start a podcast or start a YouTube channel um, and go all in. You can absolutely just make this easy for yourself. Um, But the first thing to do to get started is to choose your platform. If you want to give something like podcasting a go or you want to start a YouTube channel, go for it. Um, But blogs are often the easiest place to start. Now, I know a lot of people say they're old fashioned. I think they're actually making a bit of a comeback because people sometimes want that meatier content. Um, But the difference is, I believe, when it comes to blogs, that it doesn't have to be this becoming a blogger. Um, perception, as in just because you have a blog that you have to all of a sudden do a blog post every single week, it can just be maybe once a month or it can just be sporadically when you come up with some new idea. So blogs are the easiest because you've got your website there, it's words, um, and then you'll be appearing on Google and um, it's easy to repurpose that way. But of course, um, if you choose something else like a um, videos or a podcast, you show up in more search engines uh, because obviously people are searching in those places as well. The second thing to do is to brainstorm ideas um, of content you can send. But of course, as I mentioned before, I recommend beginning with that cornerstone content. So answer frequently asked questions you get all the time. Talk about what makes your offer important or what makes your business different. Talk about how to choose the right product or service. Talk about myths. Talk about mistakes. Talk about the the three-step process to renovating your front lawn. You know, keep it simple, those big picture questions that people are always asking. You don't need to go too far down the rabbit hole. And to you, this might sound be really, really simple stuff, but for people, it can be obvious. Um, but if you did want help with ideas, make sure to grab my freebie, 80 plus fill in the blank email ideas. Um, you can get that at yalkeone.com forward slash ideas, which leads me to number three, which is to make sure you have an invitation to join your email list within your content. Um, or even better, if you can naturally weave it in. See, see what I did there before. Um, so take that as your hint, but you also make it super, super obvious as, the, as well with a graphic or a sign up box right there and make sure that it is prominent. Then, of course, we want to optimize it for CEO. Um, So I'm not going to get into the world of SEO here. Um, Do a quick search. There are heaps of people who provide great tips for SEO, but it just means about having some keywords um, in the um, title and the meta description, just basically think about what people search for. But if you are searching for this content, um, then it'll be pretty obvious what comes up. And you can use ChatGPT as well to help you come up with your meta descriptions, etc. Then number four, we want, so number five, after that, we want to share it everywhere. So send it to your email list and share it across socials in multiple ways. Don't just do like one post and say, check out my blog post on this. You know, think about this as long lasting content and make, repurpose it into a carousel or do a snippet if you are doing a video or a podcast or do a reel, do a meme, share it in different ways. Um, Sometimes it could just be like a short tip and let's go for more, read this article. Um, so share it in multiple ways, not just the week you publish it, but weeks down the line. Um, so make sure to do that. So it's really, really simple. Don't overthink this, right? Um, I will say that you are not logged in. You do not, you can use your content t- 
time and time again. And if you've got this really great cornerstone stuff and you only produce one a month, but it's really, really good, then that's all you need to do. You don't need to become this big blogger or podcaster that sticks to an exact schedule. You can just make sure um, that you show up regularly that you've got stuff there and when something inspires you get out there and do it and make sure to share it in all the places but please just start um and i guess that was another benefit i didn't i need to add that to my benefits list is it lasts so once it's out there it's out there it doesn't disappear so i'm still you know get leads from things blog posts from years ago um definitely when things have been online for longer you know they help rank better in google so Things take time, but it's there. It's long lasting. So it's definitely the long game there. One other final strategy I will mention here, which is next level, um, is a concept called content upgrades. So the difference with um, a general lead magnet is that you might have a lead magnet that you just use to grow your list across the boards, like my email ideas opt-in. So it's stuff that I share all the time because it's a question I get all the time. But occasionally you might write a blog post or something that you think, you know what, this would have a really, this could, I could go next level with this by providing this worksheet or this checklist or providing something that's really, really specific to this. So for example, um, back in the day when GDPR privacy laws came into um, power in Europe, you know, I wrote a blog post about GDPR, but I was able to also go, you know what, I'm going to have like a checklist. I'm going to show where you can do change some settings in different email marketing software so that you can um, adapt to, G- to GDPR and make sure you are compliant um, to my best of my non-lawyer knowledge. But because it was something that was so timely, I could use it by just adding that extra value that people needed to sign up for. The article was useful on its own, but that gave that extra uh, value. So you've seen this a lot, you know, with the chat GPTs and all these different things that come out. So you don't need to do it on every single post. I know a way back when I first started um, with um, email with biz- online business, I know Amy Porterfield would have like a content upgrade for every single podcast episode she did. That's a lot of work and especially on the back end, etc. But I think it's super, super valuable when it's something really timely, when you can strike while the iron's hot or if you think that there's just a few key categories or a few key topics you talk about and you might mix between three or four lead magnets, or if there is just one that's really, really good and you go, you know what, or, or, or there's people just seem to be interested in, or if you have what something that goes viral or has something that um, people get interested in and you can see there's momentum, whack on a, an extra content upgrade, a worksheet, a checklist, um, a you know video guide on how to do something. And that can be another fantastic way to grow your list. Okay, so that's quite a bit. Hopefully, I have convinced you to give email marketing, not email marketing, start content marketing a start. Um, and that even if it's just one post, you can see how valuable it will be to grow your email list, to grow your business, not just now, but in months, years to come. Thank you so much for joining me today. Don't forget to grab your email ideas at yalekeown.com forward slash ideas. And I would love to hear from you about what you've enjoyed from this episode or what you want to know more about in future. So please let me know over on Instagram. I'm at yalekeown and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Easy Email Marketing. It's an absolute honor that you chose to listen. If you love this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review so that others can find this podcast and make their email marketing easy too. Finally, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. 
Until next time, have an awesome day and make sure to keep showing up and serving in those inboxes.